Hello and welcome to the Quizmakers podcast. Our guest today is Alexander Klasen. Alex is an external data protection officer, also working for Riddle. And we're going to chat today about privacy, the European privacy laws, and the most recent cancellation of the Privacy Shield Agreement and what that means for doing business globally. Hi, Alex. Welcome to the show. Hello, Boris. Thanks for welcoming me. So let, let's start, actually, a little background. Um, what got you into the business of being uh, an external data protection officer? Do you just love privacy so much, or what got you to this job? I'm studying laws, and I'm, 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 I'm soon about to, to write my exams. And in 2016, um, a mentor of mine brought me to the, up to the idea, hey, Alex, you're IT friendly and you know the stuff and you're, you're into the whole thing and why don't you try privacy protection or data protection because it's a crossover from laws and protection of personal data and IT and could be some interesting field for you and so I started to inform myself about the whole subject and then I started to, to certify myself by the TÜV suite and since 2016, the end of 2016, I'm in the data protection business. So that was really good timing with GDPR coming, really big need. Uh, yeah, private. it was two years, two years before, but it was what was at the horizon. So we, we were informed about the, the mechanics, which came up at least. <laughs> so we could gather some experience before the GDPR. So as a business owner, when, when GDPR came out and when the first lawsuits happened and people got scared, we started to hate GDPR more and more to an extent. Yeah. So from an end user point of view, have you seen any benefits of GDPR or is it making life harder for everyone? The personal data has become more and more a commodity. So you, you, you went back from, from the, the human, human being to trading good, something uh, the GDPR wants to turn back. So under the concern of privacy, uh, the GDPR is uh, something pretty good for every customer, even for us ourselves, because we are customers ourselves to any other company. Out of the point of view of the companies, it's a hard deal because all those mostly uh, cheap services, which always work pretty well, can't be, be used anymore or can be used in the way you want, want to use them because they always cause some problems concerning the GDPR. So you have to, you have to make the decision as, as a company owner, do I pay money for a GDPR compliance service or do I uh, want to risk maybe to get fined? But until then, I have a, a cheap solution which works pretty well. Both positions are hard to bring into a level because they're very contradictive. But I think in the end, the, the need to obey the European privacy protection laws will bring a wider range of internet or software-based services uh, in favor of the customers because there will be, I think there will be more and more and many more also European countries uh, which, get, uh, which get the chance to provide the services to their customers and so can bring in some new ideas, uh, which maybe the big four don't have or didn't have at least. So you mentioned for European companies at Riddle, you know, we have a lot of customers outside the EU and we offered lots of tools in Riddle to comply with GDPR. Do you think it's important, let's say, for a U.S. company to comply with GDPR or can they just ignore it? 
It's of course very important also for US companies because we have two ways in which uh, the GDPR applies to you as a US company. We have two principles. First, the establishment principle and second, the marketplace principle. So that means if you process European data, at least in one branch office, you're under under the, the control of the GDPR. Or if you have non, non-business or branch office over here, but you plan to track the behavior of people inside the EU or are about to, to sell goods over the internet, so you, you get inflicted by the GDPR due to the marketplace principles. So in the conclusion, you shouldn't care about being a non-EU business because you are inflicted by the GDPR. So you have to be compliant. Also, you're outside of the EU. So if you want to take part and participate in this very strong financial market, you have to play by the rules. So the only option really, if you're a US company and you don't want to comply is you have to essentially block all European traffic, which is possible, but you're going to lose a lot of business. That's that's the point behind it, exactly. And I mean, the good thing for everyone is that more and more countries are establishing similar rules. Like Canada has a very similar rule. California has very similar laws. And if you comply with the European privacy regulations, you pretty much automatically comply with the Canadian and the Californian. You can say so, yeah, because the the European data protection law, GDPR, is a a model for, for many other countries, like you mentioned, and um, the regulations are, in some cases, pretty harsh, I think. But on the other hand, um, you, have to, you, have to, you have to see why they are that harsh, because in Europe, we, we consider the right of privacy as a European human right. So that's why it's regulated that hard. So you can say, if you comply to the GDPR, in most cases, I think you can be compliant to the other laws because they just took the best out of the European law. That makes sense. But now that we mentioned the US, recent development, and we're recording this in, in August of 2020, the internet world got shocked because the previously in place Privacy Shield Agreement, which regulated data exchanges between the US and Europe, got canceled, which essentially now means if you are a European company or if you want to comply with GDPR, you cannot transfer any data to a US company. Is that a correct statement? More or less. Under very, very hard conditions, you maybe could still transfer data to the US, but that's not practical. So is that the end of me using Amazon hosting, Google hosting, uh, Google services, Google analytics, Facebook ads, Facebook for business and so forth? You could say that with a short yes, <laughs> by now. Uh, it, it, it depends on what all, all those companies will do in the future to their services, how they will recreate them, if they are able to create them, recreate them uh, GDPR compliant, so what? Then you can use them, of, of course, again, but uh, until now, now we can't because we have no more uh, way to transfer data safely in, uh, to the US and back because the, the US are now marked as an unsafe state under the view of the GDPR concerning the U.S. security laws. 
And they're unsafe because the U.S. government reserves the right to access any data stored on yeah, your that, that, that's the point because you have no functional protection against these procession of, of, of the U.S. government. So uh, the European High Court of Justice said, okay, under these circumstances, you can transfer uh, European personal data to the U.S. It's not possible. And I just want to pick up something earlier about these laws making way for new and potentially better services. Just out of personal experience at Riddle, up until Privacy Shield was canceled, we used Intercom to power our support chat. But a support software naturally needs to capture lots of personal identifiable information, like someone's name and email so we can communicate. And we had to swap out Intercom because they were not compliant anymore. And yeah. we found a software from France called crisp.chat, which is actually light years better. So we already benefited and our customers will benefit from a much better experience thanks to the cancellation of Privacy Shield. And I'm, I'm pretty sure there's going to be more examples of this now that European companies with probably less funding than some of the Silicon Valley players stand a much better chance. That's what I, what I mentioned with the, the wider range of uh, new solutions and services because now those companies become uh, get the funds they need to maybe uh, write their business, be very appealing to every user. Go a step back to the EU use privacy shield. Even so, if you, if you don't fear to get fined directly by some uh, European uh, authority, uh, you at least get fined indirectly because your customers, at least your European customers, are forced to switch to GDPR compliant uh, services. So even so you don't get fined in a direct way, you lose a lot of money because you lose your customers. And so you have to, to get ready a pretty short amount of time. Otherwise the market is closed for you. So I wanted to wrap this up uh, with one more question. We introduced you as our data uh, protection officer. Would you recommend every company having an external or internal data protection officer? It depends on the size of your company and at least if you have a person inside your company uh, who is able to deal with all the subjects coming up with data protection because you have on the one hand technical issues. So you have to always to understand the technical information of the services and, and hardware you're using. On the other hand, you have to understand the, the law comp laws component of the work for data protection officer. So if you don't have a person inside your company which can deal with both of, of these sites, you better should get an, an external, like a, per, a person like me, uh, who is very into, into the subject and interested in all the questions coming up with this because it's, it's always very interesting to deal with all the new problems coming up with new techniques. Someone like me and you're good. <laughs> and I, I can agree to that. We're having a lot of fun discussions. Whenever we launch a new feature, we run it by Alex. And he usually annoys us a lot by telling us, yeah. no, you can't. I'm sorry for that, but I have to. <laughs> but in the end, we always come up with a solution that is probably better than what we initially envisioned. So thank you for being on the show, Alex. If anyone, any of our listeners needs an external data protection officer, you will find Alex's email down there in the show notes. Send him a note and he will connect with you. All right. Thank you for being on the show, Alex. Much Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye.